2: I feel like we just sat here for an hour and we, we had like fucking therapy right before this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we should just literally start hitting record the and second see what I happens. walk in. I've I've learned to practice a little bit of restraint though. Like
2: you've gotten I started
3: better. to tell you my thing. I you know, it's I my brain moves in such like a at a pace that I'm s i am I get scared if I don't say something now. Like You'll when I go it. to say it. Mm-hmm. It won't even be the same thought.
2: Of course. I understand that. Yeah. We were talking about regret. I mean, we were talking about a lot of things. Yeah. I'm in a weird place in my life, but that's that's another podcast. <laughs> I feel. Um, but yeah, we the topic this week. I put put on my Instagram that. Um, there was some funny meme. I wish that I could remember it at the moment, but it was basically like, I don't regret the number of men I've slept with. It's the quality. And like, <laughs> who can't relate to that, right. right? I mean, there is a couple I really wish that I could take back. They
3: must go hand in hand though. The what more do you, you mean? the more you do, the more likely the quality's the Wait, quality's low.
2: Say that again.
3: Like the more people you have um, sex with cuz there's probably like most people are probably bad at bed. Yeah You know So if you sleep with a lot of people The quality is low
2: I don't even know If I meant the quality Of the actual sex But (laughs) the actual person Like What was I doing Yeah
3: Maybe it's time to Get sober
2: Yeah, so there were those moments, and I posted that, and then I was like, what are you guys' biggest sex and dating regrets? And my inbox blew up. I fucking love it when I unexpectedly post something, and everyone's like, oh, let me tell you a story. And so we got a lot of those that we're going to get into today. But, okay, we were talking right before this, and I asked you, what is your biggest sex and dating regret? And you were about to spill into that, and yeah. you, you held back
1: well, for the listeners.
3: Well, she kind of guessed where my head was, Initially went when I was thinking about the other night and which I've said like I wish I'd been sluttier But like that's not a real regret <laughs> I like, actually
2: love that though, but you can always be slutty yeah, I mean I, if, if I really wanted over. to be sluttier,
3: I could just go do it yeah. So I mean, I think that's more of just like I haven't been sluttier because that's not who I am right I kind of wish that I was that I feel like you'll it try it fun. though Yeah, and, and
2: you would be like not yeah, for me. I mean it's,
3: I think there's a reason why like right. people feel empty sometimes when they're slutty um mine I think is that i wasn't able to come out younger oh, and yeah. like really involve my family in my life like i feel like they don't know that much about me as a result of me having to like hide who i was and i look at kids now that are like going the prom with their like i know in gay relationships or whatever you know sort of alternative relationships they're in and you know i regret that i didn't yeah. have that courage granted i grew up in a different time when things were less socially accepted and but um i it's like the truth is is like people were calling me faggot you know what i mean like it wasn't that like no one was on to it no so if i just had the courage to be like your words don't hurt me and like lived my plus i grew up in a really small town like let's face it there was no other little gay boy to go to prom with but um You know, I wish that – and it's not even about, like, coming out earlier. I wish that I'd had the courage just to be honest with my family and um, been able to just, like, live and be me. And Because now it is – it's harder to go back and sort of talk about those those painful things because it's certainly not my parents' fault. Even though I could draw some blame to them, um, a lot of it's my fault. So it's – those – and, you know, I don't – I don't harness like pain over it anymore because I have moved on. But like I do kind of like looking back, I'm like, God, like how different would my life be right now if, you know, I just sort of like let me be me.
2: It's such a hard thing with regret, though, because I'm sitting here listening to you and it's like, yeah, but you obviously were on a journey for a certain reason and you couldn't do those things at that time because you didn't have that skill set yet. Like it just unfolds. I do believe it unfolds for all of us the way exactly it's supposed to. And as far as your parents go, like everyone's doing the best they can at the time, you know, and so they probably didn't know what to do either. And so I just always like hearing other people's stories. I'm like, oh, but you wouldn't have gone through this to then. Right. But when you look at your own story, you're like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Or I wish I could take that back. It just all seems to get us. To the person that we are now.
3: Totally. I mean, which, you know, putting regret under a microscope makes it like this bullshit emotion. Right. It is such a waste of like energy and time and like giving it any credence is like kind of silly because the truth is, if I really regretted all that stuff that much, I would lean into my parents and like just being flagrantly who I am now. Um, and maybe the reason why I, I'm like looking at that as a regret is because I'm still kind of doing that same pattern.
2: That's an interesting, you know, thought, like, though. so, yeah.
3: um, and then you have to ask yourself like, well, then do you actually really care? <laughs> you know, right. like, if it was if eating you're not you doing that much, difference. like, then, I mean, because it's not like I have a bad relationship with my family. I'm very close with my family. Maybe I'm just a private person when it comes to that stuff, and it's like you have to look at it from a different angle. So
2: yeah, it's so interesting. I was like thinking back through what my biggest sex and dating regrets were. One would be a couple people. Like I said, (laughs) if I could just take them off the list. Um, I think for me, and I read some of this in the messages that we'll get into in just a second, but like uh, selling myself short, maybe, or like. Um, not knowing my worth and relationships, right. something I still struggle with. I mean, we were talking about that earlier, but like, I do think that that's part of my journey. Like I'm saying, and to build up who I am supposed to be and to find my voice. I don't think I could do that if I didn't know that I didn't feel good when I did it the other way. Right. Does that make yeah. sense?
3: you I mean, you almost have to like, um, it's how you build your armor.
2: Right. You but know, they- like
3: you need those things to test you.
2: Well, and that's how you get to the next totally. step of or the next layer or whatever. I have said on the podcast before, like I regret cheating on my first boyfriend, and I still do. I hate that. However, I've never cheated again. So then I'm like, well, maybe uh, what would have happened if there I hadn't? are some
3: benefits to regret? You know, yeah, there like, are like I it learned can a change. lesson. Yeah, it's as long as like you use regret in a good way. Yeah, to sort of change your worldview, <laughs> then I think there are benefits. Yeah, holding on to regret is like incredibly stressful for your mind and body so it's
2: i can hear whatever you're doing on the microphone um, right now and i'm sure the listeners can't sorry it's not eating ice <laughs> chip gets messages all the time telling him to stop eating ice <laughs> <laughs> The Sorry. funny things Chip does on a podcast, goes through drawers, eats ice, <laughs> takes a really long pauses <laughs> to think, the silence.
3: silence. <laughs> I'm going to do, we should do one episode of me just thinking.
2: Dun, Dun. Na, na. <laughs> do you remember last week? I mean, oh god, I don't think people are listening to listen to silence. Just saying. Just saying. I don't know. But yeah. So uh, where were you?
3: <laughs> I don't even remember. What were we talking about? No, um, I think, no, it's oh, incredibly stressful. Back to like hold on to regret for your body. What is
2: it they say that um, holding on to regret, like looking into the past is where depression hits and then like if you look into the future with too much, you give that too much merit, it's where anxiety comes from because it's like you can't do anything about the past. So All you can do is do something different next time Right. and the same thing with the future.
3: You can work toward a future, but you can't create the future. Exactly. You know, immediately.
2: Yeah, God, I need to stop trying. (laughs) (laughs) I
3: mean, seriously, it's like we... We live in this world that's like pretty fucking spectacular and it's often like we don't even see it because we're like so, dreaming too much yeah, or worrying too much. Right. right. Um regretting too the truth too is much. we don't know when a tornado is going to come and crush us. If this
2: year has taught us nothing else. <laughs> right. I think it's that none of us are in control and we just don't know what's right. about to happen. All right, let's get into some of these messages because like a lot of them made me laugh out loud and a lot of them were also really insightful and I want to get through all of them um let's start with kaylee kaylee says my biggest sex and dating regrets would be the biggest one would have to be that i wasn't in the right place mentally and didn't fully love myself because getting involved with someone and being intimate period that just makes sense looking back i don't necessarily regret being intimate and entering into the relationship because it got me to where i am today but i did said and felt things that i'm not proud of i would hate for one of my past partners to think of me as that way immature clingy jealous because i was battling my own demons and it had nothing to do with them love yourself and get your mind right first i
3: think she meant before and not because oh
2: myself before getting involved with someone you're exactly right
3: I mean, look, I think that's, um, I don't think that's anything to regret. I think that is like a really nice lesson learned. It's so insightful. It's really hard to love somebody else unless you love yourself.
2: Well, and even the parts about the immature, clingy, jealous, like I know when I'm ever feeling that insecurity in a relationship, it it could be, it's a lot of times the dynamic, but like, I have to ask myself, what is this hitting for me? Like, what is the message that it's giving to me what's the old message from you know being cheated on or whatever it is like i love that she pointed out like i was battling my own demons right yeah um (laughs) jamie says hey not giving anal a shot sooner and how was i 38 years old before i knew a woman could orgasm from her cervix being gently bumped into (laughs) damn Uh jamie go girl tried anal tried anal we gotta
3: send her a shirt when we, make we, them.
2: Got, we also have, need to stop talking about it and actually do it we had a really good idea last week i can't
3: i forgot what it was i'll we'll have to listen back it was probably a cameo <laughs> no it was a t-shirt
2: i literally yeah. don't even want to do it and now i just want to like give you shit about it every week because you never do it, it. was like a, it
3: was i said it was something we should trademark it was like what the something fuck
2: what the literal fuck
3: no it wasn't We'll have to we'll go have listen to go back, back to, to listen.
2: ourselves. Um, Somebody's this, already made the shirts and put them yeah. on the probably. <laughs> this one's from Brittany. She says, not being brave enough to tell them they had to use protection. I'm stuck with lifelong consequences because of it. Now,
3: that is, that. that I mean, I get that. And that's because, good advice yeah. for people.
2: Be safe. Because that's hurts. something that she
3: has to think about every time. You know, yeah. it's like there's a constant reminder of that. Yeah.
2: That's a, that's one where, where – how do you let go of the regret around that and, like, beating yourself up? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, I it's – because it was a choice that was made, it's harder to sort of – you know, like, if you want to compare it to any other sort of medical thing that's beyond your control, it's like right. you can't regret getting cancer or – I mean, unless you smoked cigarettes and you get lung cancer and it's something that you brought on, but – yeah, I mean, that's that's a tough one.
2: Super tough. I mean, I I do like that she um, will even admit that, and like it, and yeah. look at it because it could help other people. Yeah. To me, that would be the only way I could get over the regret of it, is like how do I help others right. not have to go through this? Um, this one's from Jen. She said, I had a one night stand with a minor league baseball player that I met in a hotel bar. I was drunk, had my period. <laughs> he didn't care. We had sex and I left. I don't even remember his name. I can't even believe I did that as I'm typing this. Thank God I didn't leave pregnant or with an STD. I was and still am totally mortified. Never told anyone that. But I'm telling a complete stranger that I adore from Instagram. <laughs> so I, I
3: love it. She had a little slutty night. I
2: wrote her back and I said I did that with one from the majors if it makes you feel better.
3: <laughs> you went big league.
2: Uh, those those are some of the times that I'm like, Okay, Kelly. I don't think I think yeah. that's
3: I think that is something to um I don't think that's something to regret. It's I a think funny story. Like, it's a great story. I have
2: some stories that I will probably never tell you guys. But, <laughs> <laughs> um she said she goes, It kinda does actually. I would have rather him been in the majors. would have at least
3: only regret was that he was (laughs) was a minor league player I
2: mean if you're gonna go Jen you gotta go big go big would would have at least made me feel like I accomplished something oh I remember telling him that he this is the part that I could not get over she said oh and I vaguely remember him telling me that he had a pregnant girlfriend at home that was after we had sex what a fucking scumbag yeah that's the thing it's like I had this situation (sighs) I'll just tell the story. Okay. <laughs> I can delete it later if I want to. So I was I was working... This is when I first moved to Nashville. And I was working at this modeling and acting school. And this my boss was dating or hooking up with this guy who played for the San Diego Padres.
3: Oh, my God. I
2: know. I'm giving so many details. So anyway, we randomly... She was like, we're literally working. We're at the office. It's like... We work till like 8 every night. It was these weird hours. And she says... She literally DMs me from our like computers and she says, She said, What are you doing tonight? And I was like, Nothing. You wanna go grab a drink? And she was like, You wanna go to Houston? <laughs> I was like, what? Do what? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, Go home right now, change and meet me at the airport in an hour. And <laughs> so I did. And we flew to Houston. We um got yeah, got to Houston after they had finished their game. We went out, got Hammered. I met one of his friends, totally had a one-night stand. That's fun. But it was, I mean, it was fun in the like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this kind of thing. And like, I also like he he called for a while after, but it was like we both, I think, were like, What are we? What doing? are we? This is not, I barely even know you. Like, also, the unfortunate part about these guys players that i didn't really understand at the time was like i think he had a girlfriend like i didn't even think to ask the fact that he was like he was a player yeah and so like it probably like had a girl in every town which that was like my first experience with that like i was super young when this happened i was like 20 something early 20s um and so yeah like i literally remember being like oh my god these guys like chase after women and they already have a girlfriend or a wife or whatever like i didn't get that i was so naive so
3: wait did did your boss know that you slept with uh-huh she's like she's like prostituting <laughs> she you out she's totally... like hey i'm gonna bring a hot girl for your friends she completely
2: like, did like i didn't yeah. even know you're that like that you should have gotten hot... a
3: bonus for that
2: well no now n- Ugh, i can't even talk i'm like <laughs> I, I mean needless to say she's not in my life anymore either but like she completely pimped me out yeah i didn't even understand ride. That was like, it was such an eye-opening, like, little girl from Louisiana. So, she, you know, like, come to the town, come to the big town, get on a fucking plane, and wow. I mean, all they did was feed me too much tequila, and then, yeah. yeah. God knows. You were an easy target. Such an easy target. Oh, my God. Lesson learned. This is why I'm such a hardcore bitch. <laughs> I'm just
3: kidding.
2: <laughs> okay. This one says, from Laura, not being vocal about what I needed. Let them just enjoy themselves while I wasn't so much big one yeah big one for women and i think it's really hard i feel i feel like john roa gave us some good thoughts on that though from a guy's perspective you know like they like the guys would want to know totally but we're yeah we're not doing anyone any favors um this one says this one's from amanda she says staying with the wrong person for far too long and settling into that life Mm. thoughts on that chip
3: um, you know, I think it, it plays into, like, not saying what you want.
2: Oh, it's that's It's, like, a good such one. an
3: interesting thing. Like, and I'm guilty of it, too. It's, like, if you're so scared that what you say is going uh, – that what you want by saying what you want is going to end the relationship that you're not happy in. Right. What the fuck are you scared of? Right. <laughs> it's, like, such a mind fuck. But like, it's
2: something about the actual break of – being in a relationship to going to being alone can be very difficult. I know it is for me. And like the also like not wanting to look back with regret or like the thought of leaving and being like, but what if I look back later and I can't, you know, it's like, or what if I don't find anyone else? Right. Just all the stories we make up in our head.
3: Yeah. Those conversations that you have that like you really need to have and in your mind, you're like nailing it. Mm hmm. But then you're like, but what if they say this? What if they say mm-hmm. that? And then you never get around to the fucking conversation. It is really crazy like how little we we all seem to value our own happiness.
2: Or how much we convince ourselves that we're happy enough. Right. That's the big one. I mean, this is, she says to me, I go, arg, this one is so tough. And I, she wrote, back to me and said your podcast always reminds me to stay true to myself and not settle for anything I don't want thank you but I was saying to you I'll just be completely honest about this I get a lot of messages like this from you guys and I'm so grateful that that is what I'm communicating but then I feel like a like a hypocrite in some ways because I'm like am I doing that for myself all the time you know I think sometimes I'm like this super empowered like get what you want chase after what you want and then sometimes I get stuck myself in comfort and like living in fear of letting go of things or accepting things that aren't good for me or whatever it is. Like we just fall into these habits and these patterns and it's hard.
3: Well, it's also hard to like, I mean, in our friend group, we share things and it's when you get opinions that aren't yours and then you weigh them and they're in the back of your mind Sometimes they are like making you question what you want.
2: Oh, I don't even, I don't even, I can't even fucking see clearly sometimes. Because I over, I overshare, like I just did on this podcast. (laughs) I just tell, I just like, I don't know how not to just tell the truth. Like it's like this thing for me. To me,
3: that's the definition of being happy is being able just to like live your truth and
2: But then you have to let go of people's opinions. right? Being happy doesn't mean that you
3: don't have a good cry every now and then. True. Because that can be really cathartic.
2: That's a good point. But I think a
3: lot of people are scared of those moments of sadness. But being sad doesn't mean that you're not happy.
2: Right. At your core. Right. I think
3: actually being sad and being able to cry like humanizes us. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the last time I had a really good cry.
2: I can. Yesterday. <laughs> I told Jim when he got here, I was like, I cried for like four fucking hours. I mean, hours. the carpet is still wet. <laughs> it's a whop up in here, but not for the right reasons. <laughs>
3: Get a mop and a and bucket. Like, it's like wet ass pussy takes ass a different carpet.
2: definition because it's just like the bitch that cries all the time. <laughs> she's ah. a wet ass pussy. Um, <laughs> not her actual pussy. Yeah, like, she she's is a pussy. A pussy. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. I think crying is very healthy. But yeah, I mean, it's like, I think everyone, when I read this message... What I had to say to myself, because she said, you know, like, oh, thank you for always staying true to yourself and not settling and blah, 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 blah. And I think back to so many points in my life that I can look back and I'm like, why the fuck did I not leave that relationship? Or like, why did I not trust my gut when I knew there was something going on with my ex, you know, like whatever it is. But it's just like what we were saying earlier. There's really no point to regret. That stuff, because it just gets you to the next thing. Like, it's like, I wouldn't have known how not to do something unless I had done it. Right. And it felt like shit. And so I think it's just like allowing ourselves to be human almost and to like not have it all figured out and to go, this is a part of my journey. And yeah, I would have done that one a little differently. I mean, look,
3: they can inform the choices that you make in the future. And I think that's the important side of regret.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, this one (laughs) says,
3: I love
2: you guys so much. No, this is not the one. I'm about to find that one in a second. If you know anything about me, you know, I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found cozy earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Edge at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout.
1: 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
2: Um, this one's from I can't see her first name, so we'll just call her Susan. Adding to my body count for a dude with junk the size of a tube of chapstick. <laughs> he, he was nice. I just felt bad walking out after the dates and him trying so hard. It was such a disappointment. Oh my god oh man um yeah this is another one from michelle she said sex not knowing how to ask for what i wanted and needed when i was in my 20s i trusted my partner boyfriend now husband but i still didn't feel comfortable speaking up now i don't have a problem with that at 41 the sex is now rocking
3: all right
2: Love that one. This girl says, the ones I didn't sleep with. It's like you. You, like, want to be a slut. Yeah. Are you going to have a moment? Like, do we have a plan for you oh with this? God. How do we, how do I we need slutify, to set a yeah. How do you have a story Slut-apalooza
3: like... Slutapalooza <laughs> 2021.
2: That's your new shirt. <laughs> Slutapalooza. I mean, what would your, what would your um, strategy be?
3: Well, I mean... We need. We would need bars to be open again.
2: They're starting. To, uh, is yeah. that all that's holding you back? Because no. I feel like they're starting. I would have to, to really re-open. want to do it. I just don't think you're gonna. I got to get satisfied. that Peloton first. Oh god! And we get all
3: Peloton addicted, and then we'll fuck everybody in town.
2: <laughs> Watch out! Watch Give out! Ships, are you ever gonna get the Peloton? Is oh my god! It's you're giving to come. them more ads right now.
3: It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to get my pedal
2: bike. <laughs> It's like a pedal tavern. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like um, Peloton, if you want to sponsor this, bring it on because I will talk about it every day. Amen. I um, want to. Yeah. It's supposed to come on the 5th. October. Yes.
2: Okay. So what are we, are we going to set a date for your sluttiness? Like, do you feel like November 5th? Do we need a month? No, I need, need more than months? a month. Six I think, months? I
3: think we need, it needs to be like summer 2021.
2: Summer 2021, everyone marketing their calendars. The Hoedown. Slut, the Hoedown Sledapalooza, Chip Dorsch coming at ya. Maybe you slide
3: can... into my DMs if you want to reserve a reserve Yeah.
2: <laughs> we really do need to set a reservation start selling tickets. Oh my god. Um okay, I hope that you don't have a moment like this during Sledapalooza. Oh this one is from oh, I think it's at Brittany. She's actually, like, a super hot girl, so, like, the story dead. is even better. But she says, <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> I dislocated my jaw, sucking a one-night-stands dick, which cost me $500 to fix. <laughs> she, I wrote back, I, like, I could not. I read this message, like, five times. I was laughing so hard, and I was so so grateful that she chose to share that with I us. I love how
3: succinctly it's written, Yeah, too. she's just like, she's like matter was of fact. like, a one-night stand's dick.
2: Yeah, which cost $500 to fix. Dislocated your jaw. I mean, she was like really good after
3: I it. I mean, God, or it was the, just like, huge.
2: I mean, maybe. I'm just so, I wish that I would have asked her, how do you think that happened? Was it like the actual sucking? Because that no, is like. He probably
3: like jammed his. Jammed her face against his body oh, wow. in some way.
2: Oh. So anyway, I wrote, I'm honestly dying. That is dedication. And she said, It gets better. I didn't know I did it and I went to the
3: <laughs> I don't know this part. <laughs>
2: I didn't know I did it and I went to the dentist thinking it was my wisdom teeth, which I've been going to him since I was a kid, and my whole family goes to him. And he says, Have you had any trauma to your mouth? And I lie and I say no. And I tell one of my girlfriends, who's a dental hygienist, and she says, Well, we can tell if you've sucked a dick because of the bruising and the bruising in the back of your mouth.
0: So she oh. straight up
2: lies to her family dentist, who her whole entire family goes to. She's like, "No, I haven't had any trauma." And he's like, looking in the back of her throat, like, Being "Bitch, like, you there's lie. There's a dick.
3: There's still a dick back you there. You
2: lie. Dislocated." Who knew the
3: dentist could see that?
2: That's if you guys don't walk away from this podcast learning anything else. I feel don't like
3: suck dick before the dentist. One hundred
2: percent before your you know yearly checkup, make sure you like lay off the dick.
3: <laughs> oh my god.
2: Oh, this one says, "Thinking that bad sex was going to change into good sex." Mm. Mm-hmm. This one's good, Kelsey. She says, "Ha ha, going." My biggest regret is going down on a guy with a cinnamon Altoid in my mouth. He started screaming. Hell, he was, he is the one that came up with the idea, but we haven't spoken since. <laughs> Her biggest dating regrets are ignoring the first signs that he may be extremely toxic, (laughs) guilty, same, same girl, same, settling and not spending more time being single and alone. You know, that goes into such the programming that we talk about for women. Like there is something very difficult with, for a lot of women. I think we have to really work at being satisfied, being alone because we're taught from such a young age that like we need to be in a relationship. Right. Like, you said you don't deal with that at all, right? Yeah. No. Jealous. Oh, we have another minor league baseball player story. This is from Daytan. These guys get around. Obviously. I bet the minor league ones even almost more. I don't know. They're on the road so much. Uh, biggest dating regret dating a minor turn professional league baseball player for five years. Get this. The worst part is not that he made a baby during a two month relationship break athletes. Uh, I would like to add that after I found out that said baby was made, I was blessed with a phone call from Winter League Ball. We did not last another month. Love conquers all. Oh, So basically, he just called her to be like, hey, I got another girl pregnant.
3: Uh, this isn't going to work. What a fucking
2: dick. Uh, Winter League Ball. Oh, this is good. I've, I wonder if this is how um, your exes feel from high school, the ones that you dated at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was in college
2: oh, excuse me bloom and onion um natalie says i hooked up with a guy in college i ran around chasing him wondering why he did not like me turns out he batted for the other team and came out after college
3: yeah <laughs> i mean i'm sure there's so many of those stories
2: oh my gosh i know this some of these
3: are like not terrible regrets no. like it sounds these sound like things that people have been able to like move past
2: I mean, if I had to pick the biggest regret, I would say dislocating my
3: jaw. I mean, that's amazing. Only
2: because of financial repercussions. Yeah. And the embarrassment of your family dentist seeing the bruises.
3: (laughs) Right, right.
2: But she seems like she can laugh about it now. And I'm sure she's a lot more careful. Totally.
3: Or or she's got a party trick where she can like, drop her jaw out of place
2: (laughs) or she has terrible team today. Like, I mean, poor girl, this, that's a really big one. And I feel very grateful to her for sharing. I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many messages. The biggest thing that I'm seeing from a lot of the women is like staying in a relationship too long or not, not speaking up about sex. So I just, I mean, again, it's like at the end of this, there's really no point in regret, but like, what can we all learn? Let's stop beating ourselves up. I found this article on Forbes, um, It's called 12 Healthy and Productive Ways to Deal with Personal or Professional Regret. And they say they're like, mistakes are a part of life. So you can try to put a positive spin on it by saying like, oh, it was a learning opportunity. But let's face it, there's going to be times where you mess up in a big way. And depending on the results, you may deeply regret your course of action. It's okay to feel remorse and sadness with when a personal or professional decision has a negative outcome. However, it's important to channel those feelings and use them to grow in the future. I mean, if Forbes tells me what to do, I'm probably gonna do it. So let's start here. One, forgive yourself.
3: Forgiveness.
2: Okay. Forgiveness is a letting go of the of the hope for a better past. Forgive Ooh, I just burps.
3: Oh God. <laughs> You're talking about me playing with the cord. You're <laughs> ever belching in the microphone. Okay,
2: belching is strong. I wish that I was saw like, it coming
3: and I like did a really loud burp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just like bubbled up because I didn't swallow it fast bubbled enough. bubbled up. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why we shouldn't do these in the morning. <laughs> Forgive that earlier version of yourself who made choices or decisions based on what you had at the time. This is what I was saying to you. You did the best with what the skills that you had at the time. Like your parents did the best they had they could with the information they had at the time. Right. Let go of changing the past. Instead, learn from your past. Then you can help someone else going through a similar situation. God, we are so in line with Forbes. Well,
3: th- I mean, I saw something that said like your regret demonstrates that you care.
2: Oh, I like that. It sort
3: of plays into that thing like, otherwise you just move on.
2: That's true,
3: and you think you're infallible. You know, it's like
2: also um, you're probably a sociopath, right? Like if you don't have regrets in your life, what you're scared? Right, stay the fuck away from me. Don't yeah.
3: let the re- regrets control you. Though. No, but if Learn you can't look
2: back and be like, yeah, I wish I would have done, done that different, or yeah. like if you are in your forties, let's say, and you're like looking back at your twenties, and there's nothing you would do different. Either you had a super like super boring life right. and like trying to figure it out stage. Or you're a sociopath
3: <laughs> yeah and but like even if you had a super boring life like you could have a regret like I wish I wasn't so fucking boring I wish I know? was sluttier you know what mm-hmm. I, before we finish with your Forbes list like I wonder how many regrets started off on nights, like like we're all out we're like no regrets y'all <laughs> and then it's like you're fucking a minor league baseball player and 20 years later you're like well I fucked on that minor period. league baseball player on yeah. my period <laughs>
2: and he had a pregnant girlfriend at home no big deal I mean <laughs> God. no
3: regrets though girl <laughs> Hashtag, I got a pillow and everything. (laughs)
2: you have a fucking mug that says hashtag no no regrets regrets. you know that's what you started your night with add
3: that to our merch god our
2: merch the merch we talk about is so fantastic we really talk a big merch game and we never follow through with it (laughs) To grieve your loss regret often involves a loss of what could have been it's ambiguous grief yet still grief to move past regret you must grieve the loss and truly let it go god that's why I cried for like four hours yesterday by the way It's just like grieving the loss, even though like stuff can be good ultimately, or you can know like, okay, I just wasn't on the right path. The grief around change is insane or like, or for me, it's like looking back going, God, I wish I would have never even done that. Like my life was so good before, you know, like it's just like trying to, when you take risk and they don't pan out and there's just grief. I think that's right. This one says, take the serenity prayer to heart. Do you know the serenity prayer?
3: Yeah, about the things you can't change.
2: God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Like, you can't go back and do things different. No. We've said that. So how do you change the things in the future? Change the meaning of your failure. In our professional lives, we often regret decisions we made that resulted in failure. We can easily lament and beat ourselves up over this continuously. Remember, we attach meanings to our experiences. It's up to you to change the meaning of that failure. You have... You can have it mean anything you want. Only focus on the new positive meaning. Interesting.
3: Which is funny because a lot of people say that the way to grow in business in particular is to fail.
2: Well, Bobby wrote a whole book called Fail Until You Don't. Yeah. And every single super successful person that you know has a million and failed oh, we talk about we talked about the kardashians a couple of weeks ago and all of the businesses i mean you were not as up to date on their businesses as me dash, but like i thought, it was, dash, still open. You thought it was still open it didn't so do we look at that as a failure fuck no we're probably at lucky like,
3: their little clothing store didn't work
2: exactly because then they launched like kkw beauty and kylie has her lip kit it's like you know or skims or whatever the fuck it's like they're on to much more successful things. Do you think they regret dash? No. no.
3: They're like, God, we were working in a retail
2: yeah. <laughs> location
3: in Malibu. Exactly. Or wherever the fuck it was.
2: You're so not Kardashian savvy. It's so annoying <sighs> to me. Uh, use a growth mindset. When you know better, do better. That's a Maya Angelou quit. Um, understand the violation you made against your standards. Damn mm. Forbes. Feelings like regret are guilt and, and guilt are very clever emotions that tell you the decision you just made is out of whack with the true you. By accepting job A over job B, you somehow violated one of your own rules or standards. You broke its. You broke integrity with yourself. Fuck, this is deep. That's some
3: deep shit, yes. right there.
2: The first step is to reflect and figure out how. Then you must decide how you will make things right and how to avoid doing this again. I will say one of the biggest regrets I have in my life. And this still to this day is my truth is abandoning myself for other people, for other situations. Yeah. And that's to me what I read there is it's a violation of my own standards. Like I'm so out of touch with my own standards or needs or desires or values that I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And then you can look back later and see the pain that comes after that right. cuz it always explodes totally, right? Totally, yeah. I mean, if there's one. so much
3: outside influence too that like yeah. says this is what you need to be doing. Oh
2: yeah. Exactly. This one says let regret motivate you. That's good. That's how we were talking about. It. Just like focus on the change. Reframe the situation with an if then statement. Regret can be an opportunity to learn an important lesson about yourself. The first step is to accept if you Don't let it define you. Then reframe your thoughts in if-then construction, such as, if I had gotten married, then I wouldn't have pushed myself so hard to start my own successful business. I always say, if I had gotten married, I would have gotten divorced. So, (laughs) (laughs) at least I didn't get divorced, I guess. I don't know. Um, This one says, identify the emotion behind your regret. Regret is self-defeating and and drains emotional and physical energy. Weren't you talking about this? The toll it takes on your body take a moment to check in with yourself, access the emotion behind the regret. Are you disappointed, angry or grief stricken? Ask yourself why you are having this reaction, what you could have done differently. Acknowledge the loss, be intentional about how you would approach a similar situation next time. Then move on and let it go. You're doing that silent. Thing no, again. I'm,
3: I'm looking at some quotes that I think are pretty remarkable about regret.
2: Um, this one says, apologize, then make an action to make the plan to change. Love that. Share it so others can learn from it. And the last one says, acknowledge it and move forward. And
3: move on.
2: Yeah, you're just too darn hard on yourself. You messed up, you had a misstep or things went terribly wrong. But this is not the end of the world. Learn something from what happened and keep it moving. Don't give any more blowjobs and dislocate your jaw. <laughs> right?
3: Yeah. Keep it out your mouth. <laughs>
2: Well, that's not what I said. You (laughs) took it too far. So you went to the opposite extreme where you're like, don't do it ever again. No, I I say give blowjobs safely.
3: Safely. (laughs) Give the right blowjobs.
2: Give. Yeah, maybe that's, you know, maybe it's a challenge to work on your technique. Maybe it's a challenge to not be so sloppy drunk. I'm assuming that was part of that. I don't know. Or it's just like, you know, it was a mistake. It could have been a
3: result of like her not saying what she, maybe he was like doing it too rough and she didn't want to say stop. Who knows? I'm just
2: so fascinated. Maybe I want to message- hear. Hopefully, she's gonna. Yeah, maybe I'll message her and try to get some more um, details for us all. I mean, all that I'm most mostly walking away with from regret, and we have we're working on this in both of our lives, is just not really like getting down on ourselves, looking back to see something, but then also looking forward and how you can do it differently. Right. Right. Not beating yourself up. And just
3: remember that you can't change the past. And I yeah. think anytime that like we hear ourselves like saying negative things about ourselves, we have to like take the action to stop that. Yes. Um, and just have gratitude for the mistakes that we've learned from.
2: Yeah. I love that. Uh, last thing I want to do is read this message from Abby. Abby wrote in a couple weeks ago and her boyfriend was cheating on her. We answered this question. She was like, how do I, do I need to like, he wants to get back together, but he's cheated on her multiple times. But they had been together six years and you and I were both like, Uh, not looking good for you, Abby, you know, whatever. So she writes back today. She says, hi, Kelly queen. I took your advice a few months ago and I think I have officially moved on today. I've gained more power back and I'm in charge of my own life again. And I'm happier. I gained more self-esteem and love for myself. I don't hold any resentment or any hateful thoughts about my ex. I have just, I have more hope for my future and I'm not afraid of it. I think for the most part, I already healed since I just unfriended him on Facebook. Breakup is not always bad sometimes. It's honestly a blessing. Thank you for your advice. Half months ago, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I think what's always important is we should always love ourselves and make ourselves happy before anyone else does. Self-love is the most important thing.
3: It absolutely. Amen to
2: that, Abby. So on that note, no regrets. Love yourself. Be true to yourself. I like that Forbes article. Like stay in tune with what you need and and your values. And live. live. In
3: I'm going to flip this this oh, week. Oh, God. Every <laughs> time you make a mistake that you think you're going to regret, just remember to
2: act casual.
0: <laughs> that
2: was a good one, Chip. Damn. <laughs> Bye, y'all.
0: Bye.